0: A former Arizona Cardinals quarterback said that the Arizona Cardinals organization would be unattractive for coaches and GMs to come to. I disagree. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here, live on a Tuesday. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a hundred percent free boost to their franchise. When using promo code locked on all caps in the game. So this is an interesting time for the Cardinals. Okay. There's a season that is pretty much lost. All right. There's a situation at stake for GM and head coach to potentially be removed from their respective posts at the end of the season. And uh, Carson Palmer went on, I believe it was Trey Wingo's podcast, I believe, and said, uh, paraphrasing, that the Cardinals, you know, it, it's an unattractive job if Cliff Kingsbury were to get fired. And I disagree. I disagree, and I'll tell you why. I got, I, I've got a handful of reasons here. Okay, I'm also going to discuss. Like, I'm looking on Twitter. I'm seeing DeAndre Hopkins' name. Like, there are no like real reports that DeAndre Hopkins is going to get traded. I've talked about this a lot this season. I've talked about it a lot. And I'm going to talk about it in the second segment. I'm going to give both sides of the argument. You can determine what side you think is the best course of action for the Cardinals. Because if Steve Kime doesn't come back, unfortunately, it's more for the case of trading him than keeping him. And I'm going to explain why. And then the third segment I think for the rest of the season they need to start Trace McSorley, and I'm going to explain why. Okay, the that's what we've been diminished to here on Locked On Cardinals in the Arizona Cardinals organization right now because so much is in flux. There's so many injuries, and it's never an excuse, but there's so many injuries. The season's pretty much lost aside from what side do you want the devil or the angel on either of your shoulders? I want the Cardinals to lose every game. I want the Cardinals to win every game. You know that's kind of where we are with the Cardinals having a top-five pick as it currently sits through 15 weeks. So, Carson Palmer says that the Cardinals' head coaching position um, would be an unattractive one. And look at where the Cardinals are now, okay? We're starting to see, like, the braces being put on a 13-year-old. Where it's clunky, it's awkward, and it's just that awkward phase of life where it's like, man, I didn't realize how awkward it was until you get out of it. So this is going to be a transitionary phase where we don't really know a whole lot. But what needs to be looked at in my humblest of opinions at 1232 local time, Pacific time, visiting my family, talking about this, is... This is the clean slate that's been absolutely necessary. Now, this is predicated upon the fact that Steve Kime does not return as GM. Maybe he'll have a different role in the organization, which I would assume he does if he's not a GM, but that's just me. And Cliff Kingsbury not being you know, uh, you know, know, brought back next season. These are both predicated upon – this is predicated upon both of those things. And I feel like it's safe to say that percentage-wise – at least we're in a pretty good spot to see both of those things happen. This is a tabula rasa. This is a total clean slate. This is a completely different organization just with the same organization's name. The Arizona Cardinals will be the Arizona Cardinals in name only. It is a choose your own adventure. And you think Michael Bidwell doesn't hear what's going on. I know he stays in his ivory tower. I know he keeps to himself. I know we don't hear a lot of any sort of substance from him unless they're signing a player, trading for one on draft day, secretly flying him out in Marquise Brown. Like we don't see a whole lot from Mikey B. And that's kind of the thing. It's under this guise. It's under this smoke screen of, you know what? We'll take it from here. We don't have to tell you anything. And that's kind of how the Arizona Cardinals run their organization. But Michael Bidwell knows it's time. He knows it's time to say, we're going to bring in a GM. We're going to give him power. We're going to bring in a coach who knows what the hell he's doing. And this is going to usher in a new regime and hopefully shift the trajectory of the Arizona Cardinals organization that has been a perpetual loser. That's just the facts. The Arizona Cardinals have been, and Cardinals since Chicago, have been perpetual losers. They won a championship in the 1700s. Fantastic. Fantastic. But they're looked at even when they started seven and zero and ten and two. Everybody looked at it. I didn't. I, I bought in last year. Everybody looked at it like it's not if it's when the wheels fall off. It's not if it's when the Arizona Cardinals come back to earth. And it doesn't always have to be like that. It doesn't always have to be like that. And people have Stockholm syndrome who followed the Cardinals for so long. Like, oh, it's never the front office's fault. It's the players. Oh, it's injuries. Oh, it's the player's fault with penalties. Oh, you know, and it's it's understandable because, it, you know, people who grew up Cardinals fans, they're diehard fans, and I completely understand that. More power to you. But I equate it to this, and this doesn't make a lot of sense, but it will let me get there. I tweeted out, I think that penalty kicks in a championship match in the World Cup is a joke. You got 26 players, change the substitution rules, and play until there's a goal scored in sudden death, okay? But the response is, and I get it, well, that's just how it's always been. That doesn't mean it doesn't need to change. And that's the thing with the Cardinals is, it's just how it's always been. Bidwell does his thing, Steve Kime does his thing, they don't win, people bitch about it, and nothing changes. It doesn't always have to be like that. And that's why the unattractive uh, you know, note that, that Carson that Carson Palmer put on the Arizona Cardinals refrigerator. Like, Carson Palmer was great, okay? He got the BA experience. He was here during a different little pocket of Arizona Cardinals time. He's great. And this is not a knock on Carson Palmer whatsoever. It's just a disagreement. I look at it a different way. It's like, just because the Cardinals have been dysfunctional and because they haven't won a whole lot and because Steve Kime has held this team hostage, really, through drafting poorly, and making weird decisions a lot of the time, doesn't mean it's going to be like that forever. So when you look at the future, no Steve Kime, no Cliff Kingsbury, this is all predicated upon those two moves happening. You're ushering in a completely different organization under the name of the Arizona Cardinals. The innards are going to be different. It's like somebody who weighed 300 pounds and drops to 190. It's the same person, but it's a completely different person. And that's what I think we're going to look at after this season's over and I don't understand why there's any pushback on that. It's like the Jersey. Well, I mean, the jerseys are still going to remain the same. You'd think um, until the NFL no longer exists, but from here to the start of the 2023 season, you're going to see a massive shift in the organization that is the Arizona Cardinals. And that's, pending. Steve Kime not returning, which it seems to be from multiple reports, Jonathan Jones and others, that he will not be the GM for the Arizona Cardinals next year. And Steve Kime, if they win four games, I don't understand, injuries or no injuries, how you can bring Cliff Kingsbury back. So I'm thinking rationally here, if those two things happen, you're going to be looking at a completely different organization through the draft, through free agency. If you're not going to recognize this organization, all you're going to see is, Is this massively talented roster, especially on the offensive side, with clear direction for the future? What could be better than that? And when it comes to DeAndre Hopkins, as I mentioned at the top of the show, a new GM puts a little wrinkle into the DeAndre Hopkins situation. Like if they were to move on from him, I don't think they should. Just I don't think they should. But it's a conversation that needs to be had. I'm going to explain to you why a new GM could be problematic for rationalizing keeping DeAndre Hopkins, which I never thought that I would see the day that I would say those words in synchronicity, which turned into a sentence with a period at the end. But I just did. And listen, it's not a lot to worry about, but it's just something to think about. And that's what I like to do here like to aim at making people think because our brains are fantastical. Do you know we only use 10% of our brains? Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. I'm really geeked out by our new partner and sponsor for today's episode, the mobile game ultimate football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming a GM and managing your football franchise? Well, your dreams can come true, and this game is definitely, definitely for you. Manage every uh, strategic aspect of your team. Play through the season and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise to free agency in the draft, and all the ups and downs of a season. And this is a a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. Add your experience, like so, like your experience of loving the game, thinking you know what a GM. You know, we should do. And you can bring this to the damn game. It's awesome. It is awesome. Locked on Cardinals listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On, all caps, in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps. So make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. And Um, I'm super excited. I always get super excited to talk about um, this next sponsor of ours, Turo. If you don't know about, of, around, under Turo, get on it. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. Think Airbnb for cars. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want, from a community of local hosts, browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the U.S., U.K., Canada, and now Australia. Book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip. Get a classic or luxury car for a special event or holiday. Find affordable economy cars if you own a, if you're on a budget and just need to get from A to B. Like I've used Toro multiple times, and it's true. You go on the website or you go on the app. You put in your zip code of where you need to pick a car, like around where you live, and you can just see cars all around where you are, all different uh, colors, shapes, sizes, makes, models, with different prices, um, you know, tagged to them. Every trip is backed by liability insurance terms conditions and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at turo.com. I don't want people to be nervous about the future. It's exciting and it's going to be freakishly and wildly different. That's once again predicated upon the fact, predicated upon the fact that Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury both don't return to their um, current posts, as it were. Alex, thank you, Locked On Cardinals. Um, if you don't subscribe to the YouTube channel already, please do. Turn notifications on. Hit a like on this video. Just hang out. Um, DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. So I've gone back and forth all season. Not back and forth with what the Cardinals should do. Back and forth with myself trying to explain to you the different pathways with DeAndre Hopkins, okay? And one of the ways that the Cardinals could have just solidified the fact that he's going to restructure, they're going to give him some extra guaranteed money. He doesn't have any guaranteed money yet um, with the rest of his contract. They restructure, they pay him, they kick the can down the road, was for him and Hollywood Brown to play meaningful games together. They played one meaningful game together this year with Kyler Murray. Not ideal. As DeAndre Hopkins' six-game suspension ended, Hollywood Brown got hurt. They high-fived. One went out, one went in, and then now it's just what it is. Um, so when you look at Hollywood Brown, okay, he was traded. He, you know they picked up his option, which is super cute, but he shares an agent with DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, and Debo Samuel, none of whom played the extent of their rookie scale contract out before getting a contract extension. Hollywood Brown is going to want to get the cheese at the end of the year. DeAndre Hopkins is going to need guaranteed money. So there's a world we could live in where they make $45 million a year combined. that, That is a world that we live in. If you want to keep both of them, you're going to keep Hollywood Brown. If I were to keep one of them, it's like you have to keep one and pay $25 million. I'm keeping DeAndre Hopkins. So the fact that they traded for Hollywood Brown, he's obviously six years younger. Okay. He's in the prime. He's fast. Him and Kyler Murray, best friends, the whole thing. I get it. But I'm still keeping DeAndre Hopkins. He's a better receiver. DeAndre Hopkins is a 1A. DeAndre Hopkins is elite. DeAndre Hopkins is hopefully going to be a Hall of Famer. Okay? So I'm still keeping DeAndre Hopkins. But they can't trade Hollywood Brown because they just traded for him and they gave him a first-round pick. So you have to validate that. And we'll see if a new GM comes in what how they're going to you know deal with that. Maybe you make him play on his fifth-year option. We'll see if they play hardball or not. But with all those other receivers, and I know that Hollywood Brown isn't necessarily at their level, the DK, AJ, and and Debo. I understand that, but having the same agent speaks volumes. Look at what happened with Cliff and Kyler this offseason, with Eric Burkhart. Eric Burkhart's laughing all the way to the damn bank. So with DeAndre Hopkins, I floated this out there. I floated this out there uh, on Twitter a couple weeks ago. It's like, would you take a first and a third for DeAndre Hopkins? And Thinking about it rationally, which is hopefully what's going, you know, going to be the new stage of the Arizona Cardinals, thinking about things rationally, is they have so many glaring needs in so many important positions. Offensive line, I got in a conversation with Cam Cox, my boy from, from 12 News, taking a partner about, you know, he thinks they should draft B. John Robinson in the first round, the running back out of Texas, the all-world running back out of Texas. Like, they need to draft offensive linemen. He said you can get offensive linemen later in the draft. Like, they need an edge rusher. They need a corner. They need an interior defensive lineman. They need a whole bunch more than just O-line. And drafting a running back after giving James Conner a whole bunch of cheese this offseason doesn't compute. They should be able to take him if they would have drafted the positions of need from years past. Steve Kahn didn't, so they're going to be playing catch-up. Okay. So they have so many different positions of need that if they do it through the draft, they have their first, their second, I believe they have a third, and then they have um or they have they have two compensatory picks and their third one of which went for the Cody Fortrait, I believe. But they're going to have so many other holes that if you could allocate funds somewhere else than a wide receiver, rationally speaking, you would do that. But with DeAndre Hopkins here, you just don't give him up. I hope DeAndre Hopkins retires a Cardinal. Now, when I said earlier in the show that it makes it a little stickier if you bring in a new GM with any sort of track record, anything. If it's not Adrian Wilson, uh, I don't think they should – I think they need to hire somebody way far out of this organization. Regardless of how beneficial Adrian Wilson has been, not only as a player, but as a front office member to this team, you hire way outside. Hard reset. You're going to be giving the keys to the castle to maybe somebody with higher draft acumen than Steve Keim. It's not going to be difficult. So then if somebody offers you a first or a first and a fourth, a first and a third for DeAndre Hopkins in a second, you know, whatever, it makes it more enticing because that means the Cardinals will have two first-round picks this year and three third-round picks this year and, and their second. They have a full slate of picks, except for, you know, I think one or two late rounders, late, late. So you think about it that way, it's like, okay, you can save money. You get an infusion of talent at incredibly important positions, but you have to give them one of the best wide receivers in the game. That's the conundrum. Not one of those things where it's oh, it's a good problem to have. Both sides work. No, there's a lot of uncertainty on both sides. Will DeAndre Hopkins' body hold up after this season? I think that the way he plays, it's he could easily play till he's 35. Easily is loosely defined because it's football, but he's never relied on his speed, so he can play. Like he's not going to have the downfall that AJ Brown and that AJ Green had, and. With DeAndre Hopkins being as great as he is, you kind of like, I would ride with that. And the other uncertainty is, well, you don't know if the picks are going to pan out. It's one of those. It's like, that's one of the weakest arguments ever, but it's just a truthful statement here is, you have no idea if the picks are going to work out. So you could trade a Hall of Fame wide receiver who's still on the tail end of his prime, but he's still in his prime. He's still playing well. He's still putting up numbers when Kyler Murray's playing. It's pick your poison, and there's a lot of uncertainty on both sides. One's more prudent for the future of the organization, and the other gives a one-two punch in the NFL that is, are very few and far between with Holly Brown and DeAndre Hopkins. Sit and stay, and we'll figure it out. Um, well, listen, as I'm going live here, I, I'm not crazy talking about trading DeAndre Hopkins, Okay. It's just something that needs to be discussed. I don't think they should, but if they get offered a first and a third or something like that for DeAndre Hopkins, and you can allocate funds elsewhere to a, maybe an edge rusher this offseason or maybe an offensive lineman where it's like this roster, Steve Kime cratered this roster. He, front, he, he, he offensive loaded it so much that there's no contingency plan. So I don't think they should trade him, no. But I think that if – there's a difference between fielding offers and answering phone calls, okay? Difference. There's a fine line difference, but there's a difference. And I think the Cardinals should just hang tight. If somebody offers them a sweetheart deal, it needs to be thought about. That's all. I'm not saying they should pull the trigger, but I think it's a fool's errand to just say, blanket statement, no. That is not going to happen. Not on my watch. I just don't, don't. I don't see it. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. So I'm going to talk about Trace McSorley. Like, yeah, I'll talk about football in 2022. Um, Colt McCoy went out with a concussion in Denver. Uh, Trace McSorley should start the rest of the year, in my opinion. I'll explain why next. Locked on Cardinals. Uh, prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Okay. You pick two to five players, and if they'll score higher or lower than the prize picks projections, and you can win it at to 10 times your cheese, man. It's that easy. Go to prizepicks.com or download the prize picks app and check it out for yourself. It's not just football either, like NBA, Major League Baseball, when it's back in season, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college of basketball, women's college of basketball, soccer, WNBA, tennis, MMA, boxing. They got it all over at prize picks, okay? Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast with Charles. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the PricePix app or go to PricePix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks using promo code LOCKED ON at sign up. If you deposit $100, they will give you 100 You get it. Don't forget to enter promo code LOCKED ON at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Buckaroos. Um, And you know I like going local here when we can. Uh, My Solar Nerd. My Solar Nerd is a local solar company in the state of Arizona. There are times where companies offer free solar, quote unquote, but they use misleading tactics. Most of the time they're out of state and they're not giving you you the information necessary to make an accurate decision. My Solar Nerd's mission, on the other hand, is simple help you get the best solar system to fit your needs. Okay, They're local, they understand the nuances of going solar in Arizona, they've been doing this for a while and understand that an educated customer is a happy one and their no pressure approach will make sure all your questions get answered. Once you're ready, they'll put their industry knowledge to work for you by choosing the best equipment warranties and Better Business Bureau accredited installer. They'll also figure out all the credits and incentives you may qualify for and they'll make sure you tra- your transition to solar is as smooth as possible by managing the entire project for you and keeping you updated along the way. Our listeners will get a $50 Amazon gift card when they book a no-commitment evaluation. This promotion is only for our listeners that are homeowners, so visit MySolarNerd.com and select Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section. Make the switch to solar on your turn. Start your research process by visiting MySolarNerd.com today and show Locked On some love by letting them know we sent you. Folks, going solar doesn't need to be complicated. MySolarNerd.com makes it easy. the cardinals head coaching position if when vacant if slash when vacant gm position if slash when vacant are both very attractive very attractive and if you're just joining me on this live edition of lockdown cardinals on the tuesday thank you first of all for making lockdown cardinals your first listen secondarily uh go back and watch it on youtube or uh, i'll be posting it on um, you know, free and available wherever you get your audio podcast Here in the next, you know, twenty minutes or so, go listen to that first segment because so Carson Palmer went on uh Trey Wingo's podcast and um, you know, he said that the Cardinals, you know, job openings would be very unattractive and I and, and I disagree. I love Carson Palmer, loved watching him play. Interviewed him a few times, really nice guy. Like this is not an attack at on Carson Palmer whatsoever. I just like it was just an interesting thought. I'm like, huh. When I watch, I'm like, well. I don't think so because it's going to be a completely new regime. It's going to be – the Arizona Cardinals will be the Arizona Cardinals in name only. New head coach, new GM is something we haven't seen in a decade. Well, new GM, like it's going to be completely different. The draft is going to be different, the strategy. The offseason strategy is going to be different. I'm getting excited just thinking about it. And obviously you hope that Steve Kime gets better with his health-related issues and everything. clutchback status quo. And if he wants to be a part of the Arizona Cardinals, I'm sure Mikey B will give him a lifetime pass. But be excited. Tabula Ross, clean slate future. That's what we're looking at with the Arizona Cardinals. If Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury are removed from their post. So that makes this super exciting, super attractive. Arizona still has great weather. They've still got, I mean, football-wise, One of the best offensive skill position groups in the NFL. They do. Kyler Murray, James Conner, DeAndre Hopkins, Hollywood Brown, Zach Hurts, Rondale Moore, Greg Dorchy, honorable mention, dare I say. I mean, that's it. That's without any other additions. It'll be very attractive in my humblest of opinions. Trace McSorley needs to start the rest of the season for the Cardinals. Um, This isn't a testament against Colt McCoy. It's not even for health reasons. Like, obviously, if he's – I'm saying if both of them are fully healthy, I'm starting Trace McSorley, and for a couple reasons. One, at some point, Colt McCoy is going to retire. I'm assuming he's going to play probably another three or four years as a backup. He'll be on the kind of the Josh McCown light train because he's still very serviceable, but only in short spurts. Like, we see the shelf life of a backup quarterback – Every game Colt McCoy plays. It's like a quarter and a half, good football, and that's it. So it's like the scripted place. Maybe a little bit more. And then once there's any sort of real adversity, it kind of goes away. It's not to diminish that, you know, if he started 17 weeks for the Cardinals and they didn't have the, – they, they weren't ravaged by injuries, they could probably win six games with Colt McCoy. I think that's about safe to say. Five, six games. But I want to see what Trace mcsorley has got because – Some of his throws are like, man, if he was just a little bit more accurate, this dude could be a world beater. Like, he just plays like a 2022 quarterback plays. He's mobile. He's elusive. He's got a cannon. And he doesn't get a lot of reps with the ones. I want to see what he looks like because I'd rather lock in Trace McSorley like We'll see what happens with Colt. I mean, I'm assuming he's not going to want that much money. I know he loves being in Arizona. Again, there's going to be some shakeups. But if Trace McSorley emerges and can be a real backup and can run a system that's more after 2022 with whoever comes in, if Cliff Kingsbury does get fired, I'm not against that. I do love Colt McCoy now because of his stability factor. The Cardinals don't have many stable pillars of this roster on this roster. And with my lesser-than-thought process on Cliff Kingsbury as, as an ability to coach Kyler Murray, Colt McCoy being here has been a vision. It adds stability. It adds another adult into the quarterback room. But if Cliff's gone and you have a little bit more of an enforcer as head coach or an offensive coordinator or something like that, the need for Colt McCoy won't be as grave. Won't be as great. One of those two. So I want to see Trace McSorley. I want to see him rip it. I'd love to see him rip it. He's fun to watch. I mean... The The storylines out of camp or during preseason was Greg Dortch and Antonio Hamilton and Trace McSorley. He was really fun to watch. He ran this offense. He's a more, you know, he's a better version of whatever we thought Chris Trevler could be. Like if you see him run around, it's like, well, that, that looks like a quarterback to me. You can just tell like, oh, why is he not better than he is? I ask myself that a lot. I'm like, why is he not better than he is? Why hasn't he gotten starting reps somewhere else? Because Trace surely looks like he should be a starting NFL quarterback. And then you see him throw it like, oh, that's why he's not. But, like, if you get reps with these guys, it's a lot different. I think you should take team one reps the rest of the season. Alex Lancey Locked on Cardinals. Um, coming up Thursday, I'll be doing my crossover with David Harrison from Locked on Bucks for that barn burner of a Christmas night game as it currently I don't think it's getting flexed I feel like we would have found out already between the Bucks and the Cardinals at State Farm Stadium tomorrow I will talk more about this season and not as big picture but I wanted to break down a bunch of stories that have kind of been floating around the the Twitter sphere and elsewhere and I um, hope you enjoyed it talk to you tomorrow